0: I find that the owners that I see really pushing numbers, really achieving what they want, and and reaching the goals that they need come from working intimately with a broker who knows the market, knows what they're doing, and help deliver what what it is they want.
1: Best ever listeners, I want to mention Lima One Capital. And I found out about them through a guest that I was interviewing on the show. And he mentioned how he was scaling his business. He was actually buying 10 single-family homes within one year. And I asked him, how were you able to buy 10 single-family homes and how were you financing that? And he's like, oh, well, I just use an asset-based lender. I was like, who is that? And he told me it's Lima One Capital. I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, one of them is called Rental30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So... They're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, They'll lend up to 75% loan-to-value. And this is huge. This is huge because typically as a single-family investor, uh, your lending uh, strength is based on your personal income, as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Sign up. Learn more about their program. That's lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. They also have a program for fix and flippers. Even if you haven't done a fix and flip, they'll still lend to you. They've been in the business uh, since 2010, So they've been around the block, they know their underwriting guidelines, they're not loosey-goosey, but they do have a very specific uh, criteria um, that helps beginning fix-and-flippers get their fix-and-flip projects done, as well as experienced fix-and-flippers. They reward you as an experienced fix-and-flipper, and you actually get... A lower interest rate and lower origination fee again go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever and some legal stuff i have to say it is lima1capital llc and the nmls id number is 1324403 and their address is 201 east McBee avenue suite 300 greenville south carolina 29601 again lima one capital.com forward slash best ever if you're looking for a fix and flip loan or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property and you're trying to finance it and you want it to be asset-based, lima1capital.com forward slash Best ever, listeners, hello, hello. How you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the show where we cut out the fluffy stuff. We don't talk about it. We only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. We've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad, Tom Wheelwright, the CPA for Robert Kiyosaki, Scott McGilvery, part of Property Brothers as seen on HGTV, and many other best ever guests with us today. We've got a very successful uh, real estate agent in New York City, New York. How you doing, Elliot Osgood? Joe, uh, very happy to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure, and looking forward to getting to know you a little bit about Elliot, and then he'll get into it in more detail. He recently received Rookie of the Year Award at City Habitats. As I mentioned, he is a real estate agent in New York City, New York. His focus is on Brooklyn, and um, he's been doing this for about six years. Now, with that being said, Elliot, you want to give the best-ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I, I got into this business up in Boston being in school in a, in a city in Boston meant we had a lot of students obviously looking to live off campus. And uh, I, t- I took a look around and saw how many kids were getting into apartments, and I thought maybe I could do this. Um, you know, The agent that I first went out with was pretty young, and he gave me an idea. So summer of my junior year in college, I, I went and got my real estate license. And um, I love the business. I love seeing property. Um, I love working with people. And um, I stuck with it for a while and uh, eventually landed in Brooklyn where I've been doing it for the last
1: year. And I, I know that um, one of the things that we want to talk about today, as you so succinctly put before we start recording, is the focus of property marketing as a utility for achieving the highest rents possible. So how the heck do you market a property to achieve <laughs> the highest rents possible? So how do you do that?
0: You know, and Boston, I think, is is a very different market than Brooklyn. And over the last year, I've I've learned so much, um, you know, about the incredibly fast you know, market that is, that is northern Brooklyn. Um, and, you know, there's lots of different ways to get your property rented and get your property rented well um, and achieve uh, competitive prices. Um, when I start working with a landlord, one of the first things I like to outline is what their goals are. And every landlord has different goals. Um, I don't just have a skill set that involves getting, you know, highest achievable prices. It really, it really fluctuates. Um, you know, so I ask landlords if their goal, you know, is to get qualified renters in a timely manner, or is it to achieve the highest monthly rent possible? Is it to achieve the highest annual rent possible? And then really, you know, what type of renter they might be looking for? They're looking for someone. Long term, short term, um, and then what they might be willing to do with their property in order to, to achieve those things. So that's usually where we start, and then based on those needs, there's there's a whole range of strategies that one might use to um, to achieve that.
1: So you got all right. So you first you outline the goals, and you uh yeah you, you talk through qualified renters in a timely manner, uh, or highest monthly rent or highest annual rent, and the difference between those two would be what rent concessions.
0: Exactly. So something that we'll see done in Brooklyn quite a bit is we'll give free rent away. And essentially what that allows you to do, uh, it it draws in more renters. It allows more uh, clicks per page. um, And it's going to bring more people through the door. The more people you bring through the door, the more likely you are to get someone into the unit. However, um, what what we then do is we then charge a higher gross rent. Uh, The gross rent covers the loss on the free month rent given. Um, and it allows for an overall higher uh, annual number to be achieved. Um, so that would be one strategy. And, and often when we do that is we're trying to keep the net effective rent or the average monthly rent uh, somewhere in the target market range. So we're still capturing a, you know, a wide audience of renters. Um, but we're, we, we have this gross number we're trying to achieve that will allow us um, you know, ultimately for a higher annual rent roll uh, and then higher gross rents down the line. You know, and and renters are funny. You know, they were actually surprising how positively they respond to such a thing. I think a lot of renters in New York um, really do look at the annual cost of renting a property, and in that regard, like you know, the free month is is really appreciated. Um, it often gives renters a little break. They for you know, moving expenses are very high, uh, and allows them to uh, to have a little break when they first move in.
1: So after you identify what the goals are, then what do you do? If an owner is
0: is trying to for example, trying to really push rent on let's say a one bedroom property. We we go in and we do an evaluation. We find out that this one bedroom space is enormous. Um it may make sense for that owner to reinvest, build another wall and get it rented as a two bedroom. You know, then that's something that we would discuss and and obviously market. If the owner wants really great renters in a timely manner, we obviously we bring the rents down or we start offering three months rent. If the owner you know doesn't at all want to pay a broker's fee, that's Something that we discuss, and that can be a goal, and then we can we can adjust the run or adjust the plan accordingly. Um, I guess I guess like you know I might circle back here and say that a lot of this starts with, and this is this is totally a plug for for brokers as a whole is is the exclusive agreement. I find that the owners that I see really pushing numbers, really achieving what they want, and and reaching the goals that they need come from working intimately with a broker who knows the market, knows what they're doing, and help deliver what what it is they want. You know, we see a whole range of listings out there in the market, from open listings to exclusive to semi-exclusive listings, um, and I find that you'll really get you know the expertise that you might want when you work exclusively with with a broker.
1: When it comes to you know property marketing and first determining, okay, are you gonna do rent concessions or not and then still look at what your your overall gross rent is for the year. And you mentioned the other thing as far as you know maybe converting a, a an apartment to more or less bedrooms, probably usually more would be would be more advantageous. Uh, are there any other tactics that you've uh, recommended? Or seen employed for achieving the highest rents possible?
0: Yeah, I mean, some of these things can be silly, you know, and some of them can be really fun. I mean, (laughs) we we are, you know, we're all on the internet these days. You know, renters are savvy. They know the market. And every landlord that's good is going to have their property, you know, or ensure that their property has a very large and wide-reaching web presence. Again, something that you can make sure that you do with a good broker. But I joke, just recently, I was marketing a property in the kind of Eastern Williamsburg, Northern Greenpoint area, and we had the owners paint one of the walls bright red. Um, it looks, you know, not the best in person, but when we translate that into professional quality photographs, you got this bright red red wall, and we noticed that the click rate on that property, surprisingly high. Now, obviously, not something that I think when we have tenants move into that property, we'll probably restore the wall back to white. Yeah. Um, but, but thinking, I guess, I guess what that might frame is the type of thinking um, that one might want to lean towards when it comes to marketing property. Um, you've got a ton of property, a ton of renters, and only you know, a few moments to capture them. Joe, I don't know how much you know about the New York City market, um, but we're really learning that we live and die by a, a group called Street Easy. Street Easy only, only allows the posting of exclusive listings. And we find that almost all the renters that at least I'm bringing into, into the northern Brooklyn area are most of them are coming from Streeteasy, and uh, and and we find that professional photographs on Streeteasy are are the main source of our leads.
1: Interesting. And we can talk
0: a little bit more. We can talk a little bit more about that. I can go in more yes, depth please in, do. Yeah. in that regard. But yeah. So so we we obviously we have open listings and we have exclusive listings in this city. Um, open listings are, are listings that landlords give out to every and any agency. The trouble with those are, yes, the idea would be you get a lot more agencies taking a look, but what you have is a lot a lot more agents that don't care as much about the listing. They don't know if it's up to date. They don't necessarily know as much about access, and they're not necessarily guaranteed to get paid on it. So what often happens is they get, you get 100 people giving 10% as opposed to one or two people giving 100%. And one or two people giving hundred percent is the kind of work that you'd get involved when you sign an exclusive agreement with a broker. Street easy. We love because they support that. They support the, the broker's role. Um, I think they do right by the renter. Renters fine, they go on a street easy. They get a response immediately. All, you know, any broker that they're in touch with knows everything about the property. They're able to answer their questions quickly. Um, and, and it, what it does is I think it really causes all parties to put a lot more time and a lot more care into the listings they're representing and the listings that they're searching for.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. And, and I, I do want to go back to that example of the owner painting one of the walls, bright red, <laughs> uh, really interesting. So, cause that can be applied towards any market. Uh, you know, if we put it on Craigslist, if we put our apartment or a house on Craigslist, um, yeah. to get more clicks, any other, specific tactics that you've, you want to mention? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Stage your place. It doesn't have to be good. You don't have to use fine furniture. Listen, it's, you know, if you own a property, you know, and especially if you're in it for a long haul court furniture, I know does great rentals. They'll give you great rates. If you're, if you're just renting for, you know, for one photo shoot, stage your place. It it really, it helps renters see it as a home it helps them lay out the space. It makes it feasible, especially, especially, especially if it is a t- or tighter space. Okay. Um, renters love, I've noticed that renters love a reason to say no. They love a reason to say no. Most, of, you know, most people hate moving. It's a big expense. They're always trying to talk themselves out of it. The more you can frame your space and show how the apartment will be lived in, I think the better you ultimately, ultimately be. Also, for example, you know, I'm working on an eight unit building. We only had to stage one unit, get it photographed, we'll have those photos for the property for, you know, as long as we lease it. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be the next 10 years. Um, and, and uh, you know, surprisingly the you know, the furniture and the and the, the staging equipment that we used was nothing high end and a lot of this stuff is almost dummy furniture, so it's not the kind of stuff you'd you know, be too comfy to comfy to sit down on, but it it works great in photographs.
1: Mm. Interesting stuff. Thank you for for sharing yeah. that, Elliot. What's your best advice ever for real estate investors?
2: All right, best advice ever coming from a rental agent: don't cut any corners. Uh, renters more than ever are educated; they see everything online, uh, they know what they're looking for, and they know what's out there. Um, common things are cutting out closets, trying to squeeze in too many bedrooms, and forgetting that more than ever, renters will, will go out to new neighborhoods. Um, you know, in New York back in the day, it was all about what neighborhood you lived in. And now more than ever, I really see it as all about price-to-quality ratio and value. I've noticed, you know, just today, I lost a renter looking in Williamsburg. They went all the way out to Ridgewood to take something for the same price, but, you know, something that had a lot more to offer. Wow. Um, and that would be, yeah,
1: it's, That's it's a big pretty difference. wild. Where's, where's Ridgewood? I'm not familiar with that.
2: Ridgewood, or they call it Ridgewick, is um, is the is, is a part of Queens, technically, Southern Queens. And it's on the Bushwick-Ridgewood border that we're, we're seeing a lot of new development and a lot of folks heading out to. Um, and it's right on the L train, so you can still get into the city super easy. But you've got a lot more square footage in the area and a lot of folks uh, kind of getting priced out of other neighborhoods willing to, uh, to make the move.
1: You ready for the best ever lightning round? <laughs> Let's give it a shot. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. If you're looking for new multi-unit investment options in stable top-notch markets, then turn to Fourplex Investment Group at fig.us. That's F-I-G dot U-S. Fig specializes in new construction multi-units and managed communities perfectly suited for A-caliber investors. Go to fig.us. Best ever book you've read?
2: Oh, goodness. 1984. (laughs) By George Orwell. (laughs)
1: Best ever personal growth experience and what you learn from it?
2: Uh, first exclusive listing. Rentals. Uh, I learned that uh, if you're going to do it right, you got to do it yourself.
1: <laughs> that, that works only to a certain point, I think, and then you eventually have to scale that, right?
2: <laughs> I, I think you run out of bandwidth at a certain point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's the best ever deal you've done?
2: Best? Oh, goodness. Best ever deal I've done was uh, we had a landlord who had a six-bedroom in Boston. Who's, all, who's looking for a six-bedroom? Well, we, we sent out... We college students. College students. College students are. So uh, we, we, we essentially became an RA for that building, and we, we rented two six-bedrooms um, within a week, just posting them as individual rooms for rent. And they've actually, all, all those people have all still been in the unit for the last three years. So they were very happy together. Pretty amazing.
1: Best ever way <laughs> you like to give back?
2: Best ever way I like to give back. I think that I can do that in my business, which is why I'm lucky. If I do a good job, it's always remembered. I'm dealing with people's homes and people's investments, which are some of the most important things in people's lives. And if I do a good job, people remember it and, um, you know, Working with people's homes, I think, is very rewarding in that regard.
1: What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far?
2: Oh God, where do, where do I begin? Uh, thinking that it's a short-term solution and treating it transactionally. When I first got into business, I thought transaction A, transaction B. How many of these do I need to do in a year to to, uh, to get wealthy? And what I'm learning is the best transactions are the ones that keep on giving.
1: What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you, Elliot?
2: My cell phone two zero three. Send me a text anytime.
1: And uh, best ever listeners, by the way, we are talking to him through the second half of the interview on his cell phone uh, because our our Skype connection wasn't working. So if you're curious what the transition was and how he sounds, that's why Um, we wanted to make sure we still delivered this interview to you and we didn't want to shortchange it. So I hope you can appreciate that. And Elliot, thank you so much for being on the show, sharing your advice based on your experience with the Best Ever Listeners, talking about how to, especially for New York, but it certainly applies in other markets, uh, market your property to achieve the highest possible rents. We can look at the uh, first your goals as a landlord and determine how we want to approach it, either uh, have qualified renters in, in a timely manner or achieve the highest monthly rent possible or the highest annual rent possible. And I don't think those necessarily have to be mutually exclusive, but it certainly helps if we're laser focused on one of them because then we can we can hone in on the tactics. Uh, then I, I love the example of the owner painting one of the walls bright red, gets more clicks, and uh, then you know perhaps it, it gets painted back. Or maybe you get some, you know, someone who really likes that red wall, and they end up renting the place. But really, it's about making your property stand out in the sea of other properties. And that's why I think this this interview is so valuable because New York City is incredibly competitive uh, real estate market, both from a rental and buying standpoint. And the lessons learned from uh, individuals who are being who are successful. And working on the teams that are successful in New York City, certainly those lessons can be applied to other markets. And when they are, we're going to stand out. So thanks so much for being on the show. Hope you have the best ever day, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Joe, great summation, and let's keep keep in touch over the years. I've got more more for you. Thanks, Joe. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) Take care. If you're looking for new multi-unit investment options in stable top-notch markets, then turn to Fourplex Investment Group at fig.us. That's F-I-G U-S. Fig specializes in new construction multi-units and managed communities perfectly suited for A-caliber investors. Go to fig.us.